This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Friday the 22nd of April. I'm Emily Ferrier. And I'm Laura Cook. The war in Ukraine could last until the end of the year. The rest of the world has been living in the illusion that uh, uh, in the 21st century everything is solvable uh, through diplomacy. And Russia declares victory in Mariupol. Plan B is just to seize as much territory as possible. The Times Daily World Briefing. We start in Ukraine, where Western intelligence officials say Russian President Vladimir Putin could still win the war in Ukraine, which is now expected to last until the end of the year. Russia's offensive in the Donbass region continues as it attempts to expand its control in the east. An aide of President Zelensky said that 42 villages in Donetsk were captured by Moscow's forces yesterday, but added that Ukrainian fighters could soon regain control of them. For weeks, the Donbass port city of Mariupol has been decimated by relentless bombardment. P.J. Crowley, a former assistant secretary of state under Hillary Clinton, told Times Radio Vladimir Putin is moving on to Plan B. He's lost the ability, or at least for the moment, of taking down the government of Vladimir Zelensky and replacing it with the kind of compliant government that he had prior to 2014. Plan B is just to seize as much territory as possible. And if he can't, in essence, swallow Ukraine whole, he's going to try to take the country bit by bit. The Russian troops in Mariupol were ordered to seal off a steelworks where the last Ukrainian fighters are holding out. Putin told his forces not to storm the vast Azovstal plant, where around a thousand civilians are believed to be sheltering as well. Instead, the site's to be sealed off, so as the Russian president puts it, not even a fly can escape. PJ Crowley says this move is a reflection of Russian failures elsewhere in Ukraine. He's adjusting his tactics um, in light of the inability to advance on Kyiv, so he's going to try to increase the area of Ukraine that he controls, and then he's going to try to damage the uh, Ukrainian economy, its infrastructure, presumably with the intent to have the upper hand whenever negotiations begin. Azovstal is the last center of Ukrainian resistance in Mariupol. Russia's already declared victory in its fight to take the port city. It would give Russian forces a land bridge to Ukraine's Crimean Peninsula, which Russia occupied in 2014. Meanwhile, it's been reported that Russian forces are disguising landmines and bombs as toy-like objects to attract children to the deadly devices. It's a tactic that's been used throughout Russian military history, seen in Syria and Afghanistan. James Cowan, CEO of the Halo Trust, spoke to Times Radio. We've been working in Ukraine since 2016. We have 430 staff in the country in total. 21 of them were in Mariupol. Um, Many have now got out, uh, but we still have a a number who are present there in the city. Uh, We have lost contact with them. It's extremely difficult to know what is happening to them. We're obviously very concerned for their welfare, um, but it is extremely difficult to communicate into the city at the moment. Ukraine's president has made a virtual address to a conference of the International Monetary Fund and World Bank in Washington. Vladimir Zelensky said his country needs $7 billion a month to make up for economic losses caused by the Russian invasion and hundreds of billions more in the long term. 
Denis Shmihal is Ukraine's Prime Minister. He attended the conference in person. We need a recovery plan for Ukraine similar to Marshall Plan for Europe after Second World War. The goal of the plan is not to recover the destroyed economy, but to build the new economy in Ukraine, which will be fully integrated into the EU. As of today, such recovery, reconstruction and transformation will cost about $600 billion. US dollars. An early assessment by the World Bank puts the cost of the war to buildings and infrastructure there at roughly $60 billion. On the way, a new manager for Manchester United and the sweet smell after a rainstorm explained. Times of London Daily World Briefing. To the United States now, where Florida has now passed a bill to stop Disney from operating its own private government on its properties. In response to Disney's opposition to the state's don't-say-gay law, the Senate has moved to repeal Disney's current arrangement, which could have huge tax implications. Thursday's bill would eliminate the 55-year-old Disney government, known as the Reedy Creek Improvement District, by June 2023. Brooks Barnes, Hollywood reporter for the New York Times, explains how Disney self-governs. What they're talking about is what they call a special tax district. And boiled down, what it does is it allows Disney to provide its own government at Disney World so they can uh, provide, they provide their own zoning, fire protection, utilities, infrastructure, road infrastructure, and it also allows them to save money. This follows the dispute between Florida's government and Disney when Disney criticized a new law barring instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity in the early years of school. Disney also announced in March that they would suspend political donations to the state and increase support to organizations that also oppose the law. The bill now moves to Governor Ron DeSantis' office to be signed into law. We move now to Honduras, where the former president Juan Orlando Hernandez has boarded a plane bound for the United States to face charges of drug trafficking and money laundering. Mr Hernandez was leader of the Central American nation until January, but just weeks after his second term in office ended, he was arrested. He's been in police custody since mid-February, and in March, the Honduran Supreme Court authorised his extradition. Federal prosecutors in Manhattan allege Hernandez received millions of dollars from drug trafficking organisations, including from the former leader of Mexico's Sinaloa cartel, Joaquin El Chapo Guzman. According to the indictment, Mr Hernandez and other Honduran officials would then provide traffickers with protection from investigation and arrest, give them access to law enforcement and military information and prevent their extradition to the United States. Merrick Garland is the US Attorney General. Hernandez is charged with participating in a corrupt and violent drug trafficking conspiracy to facilitate the importation of tons of cocaine into the United States from 2004 to 2022. As is charged in the indictment, Hernandez abused his position as president of Honduras from 2014 through 2022 to operate the country as a narco state. The Justice Department is committed to disrupting the entire ecosystem of drug trafficking networks that harm the American people, no matter how far or how high we must go. 
The former president was a key ally to the United States under both the Obama and Trump administrations, but last year US prosecutors revealed he was under investigation. His younger brother, former Honduran congressman Tony Hernandez, was sentenced to life in prison in the US in March last year after an earlier conviction on drug trafficking charges. The former president has strongly denied the allegations, arguing that captured traffickers have smeared him to exact revenge against his government and to reduce their sentences. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. Manchester United will have a new manager. With more on this, here's John Jackson. It's five months to the day since Manchester United fired Ole Gunnar Solskjaer as their manager and they finally decided on his successor. The English Premier League club have announced that Ajax coach Eric Ten Hag will take over in the summer on a three-year contract with the option of a further year after. United have been in dismal form recently under German interim manager Ralf Ranjik. They were beaten 4-0 by rivals Liverpool on Tuesday and are currently sixth in the Premier League table. Although they spoke to a number of potential candidates, the club believed that Ten Hag was the candidate most closely aligned with United's vision and strategy for getting back to the top level. Ranić said on Monday that United were six years behind Liverpool and said that there could be up to ten new players brought in as part of what he called a rebuild. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. An unprovoked attack causing a ruptured ear and torn eardrum. That's how British singer Tom Grennan was left following an assault outside of a bar in Manhattan. The 26-year-old was attacked and robbed outside of a bar in New York following his show on Wednesday. He's postponed his Washington show while he recovers in hospital. And finally, if you love the smell of rain, you can thank a substance called geosmin made by bacteria called streptomyces living in the soil and oils oozing out of plant roots during dry periods. But how does the earthy scent of rain on soil reach our noses? In 2015, researchers at Massachusetts Institute of Technology used high-speed cameras to follow a raindrop pounding a porous surface and saw how it traps tiny air bubbles at the point of contact. Like a glass of champagne, those tiny bubbles are then catapulted upwards, ultimately bursting from the drop in a fizz of aerosols. And so, the tiny droplets are sent flying into the air and blow away on a breeze that reaches our nose with their heady scent. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Friday, the 22nd of April. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.